0: This podcast replay is brought to you by caneswear.com. For all your canes, dolphins, and heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to caneswear.com at Miami Fanwear. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. A ride, a ride, a ride. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend that is Manny Navarro. How you feeling, baby? You feeling all right? You feeling Good.
1: Doing great, thank you. Oh, how are you?
0: I am doing fantastic. Does it look like uh, they got their man, uh, their offensive coordinator?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, they're happy with the choice. You know, Shannon Dawson is a uh, is a guy who uh, has been around, you know, several decades now in, in terms of coaching college football. Been in the Air Raid system, worked with Hal mummy who of course devised the uh, the Air Raid, and uh, you know worked with Dana Holgerson for many years um, and uh, has done a good job taking quarterbacks and, and making them better. I mean, if you look at what he did last season in Houston, his quarterback threw 40 touchdown passes, I know it was sort of a disappointing season in terms of their expectations. They thought they would be better than, than eight and five. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of those issues might've been on defense, not necessarily offense. They average 36 points a game. And uh, look, Miami got a guy who's hungry. He's a he's a relatively young coach at age 45. I mean, I'm 44, so I can't say uh, I'm young anymore. Oh, he's a year older than me. Uh, but but for uh, co- you know, but
0: for coaching, he's 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 pretty young actually. Overall, right, He's
1: he's probably right right a good age. Right. Right. Yeah, the ripe, the ripe age. The ripe
0: age. Let's just say the
1: ripe age. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think they're definitely happy with that, and now it's just a matter of uh, scoring away uh, receivers. Uh, coach and uh, running backs coach so we'll we'll see what Mario gets to that uh, but uh, I think as far as their plan and what they want to be next season using more of an air raid spread offense type attack I think you know uh, with Tyler Van Dyke as your best player your offensive line your your likely strength in all honesty I mean you have questions that receiver and running back I know there places, but if if, uh, if Tyler Van Dyke is straight and he's got a good offensive line, then this might be a good system for what sur- Miami wants to do.
0: I'm surprised I didn't hear about cops raiding uh, the UM campus uh, over the last week because Tyler Van Dyke was probably having a party after they signed that guy because he's like, yeah, <laughs> there's like spread, yeah. it's, it's coming back. This is, this is what I want. This is what I need. And so, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I He's got to be happy. And, and then, at the same time, I got to give Mario a little credit here. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but he also understands the transition that his team is in and the quarterback that he has. And he got somebody, at least, that, that has an offense that has a lot of similarities to what he excelled in, too, at the same time. So, and I think, too... Right. To Mario's credit, too. You're, you're not just going to this power-running offense. And it, it's it's like watching, you know, the Heat. Hey, why don't we add another two-point shooter? That makes a lot of sense. Let's just add another two-point shooter and another two-point shooter. You know, you, you can't <laughs> right. go with three yards in a cloud of dust offense, Mario Cristobal. You've got to open it up. You've got to score points. you got to get chunk plays. So you're getting a guy... That is going to assist your current quarterback but at the same time evolve your offense to be more of what today's offense is instead of the miami heat saying no we can still work with 90s offense here
1: right you have to modernize and get with the times and i think you know a lot of it has to recruiting too right i mean you know they didn't get uh the two elite receivers in their backyard last cycle uh they were actually probably more than that. I'd say probably three or four and they didn't get the, the, the four highest ranked uh, receivers. And so I think if you're going to attract receivers, you need to have an offense that's uh, receiver friendly because uh, that's how you win in college football today. It's not three yards in a cloud of dust. You still got to be able to run the football. I mean, Georgia proved that uh, the last couple of years, they've had some great offensive lines some really good running backs. And when they needed to beat teams, they could run the football. Um, but I think, Uh, in the grand scheme of things Miami has so much more to go obviously than Georgia to be Georgia right to get to that level and so you start by uh, bringing in in a uh, friendly uh, uh, receiver friendly passer friendly offense because you got to get some of those guys in the door
0: I'm with you there all right so what's next because they did lose uh, what four other coaches assistant coaches
1: yeah well they ended up hiring Derek Nicholson to uh, to be the linebackers coach Uh, to replace Charlie Strong. He was uh, with, he was at Louisville and then he followed Scott Satterfield to Cincinnati. He was there for all of three weeks uh, before, uh, you know, being hired the same day as Miami's new offensive coordinator to come in and be uh, the linebackers coach. So Derek uh, is a familiar name in the Miami Florida State series. He played for Florida State, uh, was a really good linebacker for them for, for a few years. And, uh, and then obviously got into coaching pretty quickly. And, and you know, he's a pretty good recruiter. He, he ended up convincing a linebacker Miami really wanted in their class, Danquan Clark, uh, to, to go to Louisville instead of Miami. And, uh, and so he's the kind of guy that I think is, again, another young, hungry coach, right, Who's, who uh, is looking to make a name for himself. And I think it's a difference, right, in hiring. You don't have the Charlie Strongs, the 62-year-old guys who've already done it and proven it. And are used to uh, cooking with, uh, with, with, with you know the best grease available. Th- these other coaches are used to, uh, you know, coaching guys that aren't as talented and coaching them up and making them better. And I think you know that's kind of what Miami needs right now in its rebuild phase. As far as receiver and running backs coach, I mean, there's been a bunch of rumors and names out there that I've heard. Um, you know, a few of them involve former Hurricanes uh, potentially coming to be receivers coach. Um, I don't know where Mario is in that decision-making process, I would assume. And I've been told that the offensive coordinator, uh, Shannon Dawson, will have a say in that hire. Uh, but as far as running backs coach, I think that'll probably be Mario's decision. One interesting name I heard was Tim Harris Jr. Um, you know, he's a guy who his father and him, you know, the whole family, the Harris family, has been very integral to the city of Miami. He's been with UCF the last few years as, as maybe a potential guy who comes in here as, as running backs coach, maybe running running game coordinator, that kind, that type of thing.
0: Okay. Um, I know you wrote an article about the 10 most important prospects for 2024 around the state of Mm -hmm. Florida. Uh, How many of those prospects are UM involved in?
1: Well, I mean, I would say I would think most of them, you know, Miami has shown interest in, um, you know, the one at the the top of the list, uh, Jermaine Smith, is obviously the biggest one because he, he is the number two player in the cycle for 2024. He's uh 6'3, 185 pounds. Uh you know, he reminds me a lot of Andre Johnson. Um in terms of just his body type, his physicality, his demeanor, uh he's Geno Smith's cousin. Um uh and
0: uh, that's high you know, pra- that, that, that's high praise, you know, bro. Yeah. That's high praise. That's high praise yeah, comparing well, him to Andre Johnson. That's a freak.
1: He's got he is he is of that same athletic potential and ability like he has that in him and he's been very good for very very long I'll put it this way I mean he, he plays with the South Florida Express seven on seven team that team had Brandon Innis, uh Hakeem Williams guys that went to Ohio State Florida State five-star receivers and I think he's better than all those guys He and he showed that last year as a junior so um I think he warrants that kind of praise. And, and there's a bunch of other guys on that list. Uh, uh, Josiah Trader, uh, who who also plays with him at Chaminade, is, is more of a two-way guy. Um, I think, personally, I would... I, have but told, you, ha- you have him uh, committed George, already George
0: to... you. But you have him committed already to Ohio State, the Smith kid.
1: He is committed. He's been committed to Ohio State. But he... There's no question Miami is... It's going to be a factor. He could be committed... 10 12 months before the decisions are, have to be finalized. I I think my Oop,
0: you broke up there. Well, you, you, you broke up. you made it. There we go. Can you hear me? All right, now we can. Go ahead.
1: You got me. I was gonna say Jojo Trader's the other uh player that I was gonna mention, um, and another elite sort of receiver, um, and and two way player. Uh, He goes to Hollywood Chaminade as well. Those are the top two local kids that Miami absolutely has to get. Uh, JoJo's a guy that I personally think would be better off playing defense because he's such a ball hawk, Um, you know, just such a knack for reading the quarterback and breaking on balls, kind of like Cam Kitchens. Uh, But he wants to play receiver at the next level. We'll see if maybe Mario lets him do both. But uh, both of those kids, those are must-gets for Miami.
0: So when are we getting uh, Brian Hardline? Why not name him the offensive coordinator? What the hell is going on with Mario? Let's go, bro. <laughs> I mean, you want well, a badass uh, listen, recruiter. Uh, Brian hey, Hardline's a pain in our ass right now. Come on.
1: Well, it's, I, I, I would venture to say so is Ohio State, right? I mean, Ohio State pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, with, but, if we, get, but if we get, but if we get rid of year? Brian
0: Hardline from them and Adam here. That weakens Ohio State because right. uh, JoJo also is considering Ohio State in your article. So you know, I'm watching that. And I'm going, damn yes. dude! You know, come on, heartliner, <laughs> bro. What is wrong with you? Cause this is just this is not good, bro. We got to get. We got to. I don't know. Can we just can Listen, we can he... we kidnap his ass or something?
1: I, I that'd be the uh, ideal trick to end his reign. There's no question. That would be the the way to do it. But look, man, look. If you're a receiver. And, and Ohio State's putting out all these first-rounders every single year, right? Garrett Wilson, we just saw, got drafted. Uh, the kid with the Saints uh, also went to Ohio State. I mean, all these all these elite receivers just keep going to the NFL. That's the place to go. That's Brian Hartline's kicking everybody's ass. So uh, give him his kudos. Uh, you know, former Dolphin going on to do great things as an assistant coach in college. And I'm sure at some point he'll get his own uh, program to run.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you there. It's... It's interesting, man. How he has, man. He has made an instant impact uh, as a coach, and he has become a, He's become Mario Cristobal as a recruiter.
1: Did you see him as that when he was with the Dolphins? Did he no. talk about wanting to get into
0: coaching? No, no. I did. Well, I mean, you know, you could tell that he he's a foot. You could tell he's a gym rat, right? When he mm-hmm. was there. Now, did I know that he was going to become this kind of recruiter? No, not at all. But. You could tell that he did have like that quality that like Zach has it too, but he doesn't want to be a coach. So it's different with with guys like Zach or even Dan Marino. Like Marino has a love for it, but he ain't going to be no coach. There's no way, you know, and I don't think Zach would ever spend his time coaching either would drive him crazy to have to coach people because I think he's one of those kind of athletes. But Brian, you can tell that he was kind of a gym rat and a guy that wanted to be around the game. So you can see him being a coach, but I didn't get to see him enough here to learn about him like to that point, like, oh yeah, this guy's going to be a coach down the line. But wow, dude. He has turned yeah. into just an absolute monster at the college football level. He, 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 he won't be there long. Somebody's going to give him that you know, that, uh, that promotion that he's looking for, and he deserves, by the way. Well, there's a
1: few uh, ACC schools that uh, I'm sure will be making coaching changes here in the years to come. Uh, Boston College had a terrible year. I think he'd be a great fit at a place like Boston College um you know they hired a former ohio state assistant uh the last time and uh so i think you know he'll get his opportunity probably some point here around 2024 2025
0: i think if you want that opportunity if you're brian hartline after you've been at ohio state you also have to go okay i need to go somewhere where they also are going to give me the resources and i'm not sure Mm -hmm. that boston college would be the place that gives you the resources that you need in order to be successful because that's kind of part of the marriage. Yeah, it's nice to be a great recruiter, but you've also got to have the program that's also going to provide what you need. So when you do recruit the guys, they also they, you have all those elements that you need to kind of seal the deal. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, right. I don't know I don't know going to Boston College if that's going to be, you know.
1: Well, I mean, listen, if he's smart, he'd probably stay in the Big Ten. I mean, that's where exactly. all the money is. Right. They're in the SEC. That's what I mean. So it just depends. You know, if did a school like Indiana, would he go to a place like Indiana? You know, they've, they've kind of fallen off after being a bowl team for a couple of years. They've, they've kind of struggling now. Uh, there might be a coaching change in the future there. So to me, it's it, it'll probably be that kind of a program somewhere in the Midwest, somewhere in the Northeast, uh, that would give him that opportunity to make the jump from, from – I mean, look, he was just promoted to offensive coordinator. Yeah. So uh, – I think uh, he probably needs to put in a year or two at least there before he for makes sure. the jump.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, what are you working on uh, over the weekend at the Athletics so folks can check you out, my friend? Yeah, I mean,
1: look, uh, obviously it's the offseason, a lot of recruiting stuff. Um, I caught up with a quarterback target that Miami is pursuing, Aaron Noland. Great name, by the way, can you imagine? Uh, my starting quarterback for the Hurricanes, Aaron Oland. Um Left-handed quarterback out of uh, Georgia. Um, he's gonna be a senior this coming season um through i think for 54 <laughs> touchdowns and like only four interceptions left-handed uh where's the number one just like tua um very accurate i watched him play not a not a super strong arm but great anticipation skills and uh, i know he's among a, a list of quarterbacks that miami's interested and in, so there'll be something on him there uh you know just the usual. Oh, I mean, I'm always working on. I feel like I got my hands in like six different projects all the time, and it's just a matter of which one does the editor want first. You know, which one, which one is the most timely. So I think uh, from that perspective, and I'm sure I'll probably do something on Miami's new uh, new coordinator, offensive coordinator. We just wrote a story earlier this week, uh, Bruce Feldman and I, on, on uh, Lance Gidry, the defensive coordinator. That's on the website to read. So I- I'm sure there'll be a uh, a version of uh, similar to Shannon Dawson.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see how he, you know, uh, molds his offense and caters to, I know what Mario's, you know, foundation is, but then at the same time, what you also need to do in today's, you know, college football to open things up a little bit more. I'm really intrigued to see how he does it because I was so disappointed with Gaddis and the way he mishandled, uh, uh, you know, the, the Canes offense, I thought. Uh, this year all right follow him on twitter and manny underscore navarro more importantly do what i do man subscribe to the athletic and support manny and all the fantastic writers who give us all kinds of great insight every single day manny as always have a fantastic weekend my friend appreciate you
1: all right brother you too take care
0: thank you don't forget go to canesware.com you order over $99 anywhere in the country, free shipping. They got anything and everything with the Canes logo. They've got Dolphin gear, Miami Heat gear, Miami Marlins gear, Inter-Miami gear, Florida Panthers. Got all kinds of stuff. I mean, Brett is always working, bringing in stuff, and that's why that's why they're always growing. And that's why they're moving to another location right there in the same mall. Uh, But it'll be to a bigger spot. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger, which is just absolutely beautiful. And very proud of Brett and what he's been able to build out there. It's just a culture. It's uh, it's service. They look out for you, the customer. Uh, They just do an awesome, awesome job when you're there at the store or if you're ordering online. Check it out. Over $99, it'll be free shipping. Canesware.com.